Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. And now, Decoder Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hunts the most dangerous game of all, traitors, saboteurs, and criminals that would destroy our way of life. Aided by that fearless fighting female known only as the Flying Squirrel, he fights for freedom and justice, that all who would oppose him may feel the wrath of the Red Panda! This episode, The Trojan Horse! Keep your guard up. It hardly seems necessary. Is that right? My reaction time is six times faster than human, and we have been sparring for an hour. During which I've hit you how many times? Ah, touche. Keep your guard up. I know you're a big, tough robot, and you know you're a big, tough robot, but you don't have to stand there like a DeSoto waiting to get hit. This doesn't strike you as pointless. Keep your feet moving. Don't stomp. Glide. You will not hit me again. I am now familiar with all of your moves. (coughs) Sparky, I've got more moves than a girl can use. I got moves that still have their original packaging. Lesson learned. I doubt that very much. Get up and learn it some more. Why this sudden obsession with training me? Because they made you look like the Red Panda, but you don't move like him, and you don't fight like him, and sooner or later, somebody is going to notice. You said he would be back in two weeks. It has been over a month. He ran into trouble. He only went in to rescue two dozen guys from a Nazi prison camp is all. There are no further extraction scenarios. He's a big boy. He can find his own way home. Fine. Fine? No one knows him better than you. If you say he is still alive, then he is. All right, then. Which makes all of this training even more absurd. I respect the Red Panda, and I am honored to stand in for him. But if he is going to pop down one of those pneumatic tubes any day and ask for his hat back... Wouldn't it be a better use of our time to find Nightshade and punish her for murdering our friends? Look at me, John. I'm almost a foot smaller than you. I'm only flesh and blood. But do you know how many of Captain Clockwork's mechanical men I have personally dismantled? How many? I don't know. It was kind of a rhetorical... More than 20, anyway. I have cognitive powers that they did not. And I'm asking you to use them. I once saw you learn to fly a plane by watching over somebody's shoulder. If you took it seriously, you could master every martial art I know in no time. I am already stronger than the enemies we face. So far, yes. So you can lift a car, that's great. Until they send a guy at us who can lift three cars and sing Blue Skies. Then you're done for. Or you could learn what I know and flatten that guy and the ten guys he brought with him. And how would Nightshade stop you then? Are you pushing my buttons? Tough doesn't happen in your fists. It happens in your brain. Did the Red Panda teach you that? No. I taught it to him. I've got to get to the paper. I think I've got the makings of a solid lead, but I won't know until I can talk to my source. What about me? Review. Eagle Claw, then Fujian White Crane. Then hit the books. Another hour in those crime files, and I'll go mad. Come on, robot boy. You may be the only person in the world who can pull this off. The best crime fighter in the world wrote down everything he knew and put it in those records, and you could learn it all in an afternoon if you could just focus. I will try.
a boy. I'll meet you tonight in the usual place. Squirrel, isn't it inherently dangerous having a usual place? You're not concerned that our enemies will turn it into a trap? Concerned? I'm absolutely counting on it. It's been a trap all along, hasn't it? If you're very good, I'll let you break their little legs. You might have told me. I might have. But what fun would that be? Ellen! Send Baxter in here on the double! Editor Pearlie, do you wait until I'm right outside your door, or do you bellow that all day when I'm not here? Well, nice of you to grace us with your presence. Can you do any newspaper reporting while you're here? Nah, I just popped in to show off my new hat. Very nice. Listen, that was good work on the Harbor Commission thing. Keep your eye on that one, would you? Was that a compliment? In the middle of the day? You ain't going soft on me, are you, Tim? Close the door. With me inside or outside? Inside and sitting down. Oh, what did I do now? I had a phone call about you from Chief O'Malley's office, young lady. I thought you might. I floated an ocean for a new campaign past some of his flunkies yesterday. New Citizens Watch push. Is that the idea? In a nutshell. The cops are feeling the manpower shortage like everybody else, but when they get spread too thin, people get hurt. And you really think that a network of... Of what? Of kids? Of grannies? Of butchers, bakers, and candlestick makers? You really think they can make a difference? Call it a crazy hunch. The chief thinks I'm a loon. O'Malley's all for it. The more eyes and the ears, the better. But he doesn't want to look like he's taking his marching orders from girl reporters. He wants in from the ground floor and a chance to coordinate how folks report in. Hot chocolate. You like this one, Tim. I got a week's worth of editorials ready to roll, all full of the purple prose of patriotism. And with O'Malley on board, every other paper is going to have to chase after us for scraps. And we just might do some real good while we're at it. Good. You sit down with the chief tomorrow. I want the whole thing ready to roll before we lose the lead. You meet O'Malley before? Here and there. He can be a bit of a bear. Don't let him get ahead on points. I think I'll get by. Is that everything? Not quite. Sit down. Tim. Confound it! I'm still the editor around here! I've tried to give you space, but this is our owner and publisher that we're talking about. Think how we'd look if someone beat us to the story. You're all hard. August Fenwick is missing in service of his country. A lot of people in this town, myself included, thought his posting was just for show. There's a lot of rich boys hiding out in the intelligence services, you know. I know. Must be why the war's going so well. He's missing overseas. He's a hero, and he deserves to be treated as such when he gets back. Which means people need to know he's missing. You're the only one that thinks he's coming back, you know that? Because the alternative is too terrible to contemplate. His wife would become the new owner and publisher of the Toronto Chronicle. (laughs) How's the blood pressure? Doing an irregular can-can, thanks for asking. Look... Print whatever the war office says is kosher. I shouldn't be anywhere near the story, but I won't get bent on a shape if that's what you're asking. It is. One more thing before you go, and don't fly off the handle. Oh, jeepers. It's about your... condition. Condition? What's that supposed to mean? And don't get your skirt in a knot. And don't worry, it isn't obvious just yet. But you might remember that Mrs. Pearlie brought seven little Pearlies into the world, and after a while, a fella can just tell. Can a fella keep it to himself? Yes, if you like. But before you know it, your profile is going to make that a moot point. Investigative reporting is, well, it's an active job. There are certain risks. You have no idea. You're a first-class pain in the neck. But you're not wrong when you say you're the best reporter that I've got. And you can see the big picture. And you can sell papers when you've got a mind to. Where are you going with this, Tim? Assistant editor. You want me to do Helen's job? No, not assistant to the editor. Look, 
Call it associate editor if you like. You keep your column, cover the news, but you get some staffers to do the hunting and gathering for you. I don't want to argue about it. The Chronicle needs you, Baxter. Mr. Purley, I don't know what to say. There's nothing to say. It wasn't a question. It's a statement of fact. Meet the chief tomorrow. The Citizens Watch campaign runs under your new byline. Uh... Oh, for Pete's sake, Helen, what is it now? Sorry, sir. There's a call for Kit, a man who wouldn't give his name or say what it was about. He said if she could meet him at the Blue Shark in 20 minutes, she'd get the dope she was looking for. Hot dog! Thanks, Helen. Sorry, Tim. Got a little hunting and gathering to do while I still can. This is the place? That's it. Doesn't look like much, does it? This feels too easy. I don't disagree, but it's like that sometimes. Your source was too specific for my taste. He is himself a criminal. He is, which is why he's in the know. The Ratsies use crooks for anything they can't lay hands on themselves. We grabbed an awful lot of dough last time we got close, and Nightshade hasn't been able to get organized. But Henshaw says she's after guns, and plenty of them, and she's buying them from the mobs. He can't be attempting an armed insurrection. I agree. Word is she's after street guns, not military-grade stuff. I think she doesn't want to tell Berlin that she lost her allowance when we snagged her pet supervillain. I think she sunk everything she's got into arming her crews for a good old-fashioned crime spree. Finance her fifth column with the proceeds of crime. Kills two birds with one stone, don't it? We've been victims of our own success so far, Sparky. We set the lady back, but it meant she hasn't had the resources to stick her neck out where we can wring it. But it couldn't last. Seems like a best-case scenario. When was the last time we've had one of those? It's an interesting point. You trust this Mr. Henshaw? Does he have a first name? Hacksaw. Oh, charming. He's a career criminal. Why should he help us? First of all, he didn't think he was helping us. He thought he was helping a girl reporter with big brown eyes and tons of moxie. Ah. And secondly, his little brother is in the service. The white sheep of the family. They pulled him off the beach at Dieppe, but he lost an arm. Hacksaw wants a piece of Nazi hide, and this is the only way he knows to get it. So how do we play this? The deal goes down as soon as Nightshade's men get here with the money. We hit fast and we hit hard. How else do we play it? True or false, the gangsters down there have other guns. What do you mean? They aren't selling the farm and retiring. What are you getting at? If we rush in and break up a small arms sale, we have a good chance of landing everybody. But how long will it take? By the time we get the information we want, Nightshade will have moved again. We'll have a few goons and no big fish. We'll have the rest of her kitty. Which means she'll either continue to hide where we can't get at her, or she'll finally have to ask Berlin for more money. I don't want to set her back, Squirrel. I want to break her. Hmm. I'm not used to being the sober second thought on this team. It ain't a role I'm well suited to. What's your plan? We don't fight the gangsters. At all? At all. The organization they represent will be no more or less dangerous tomorrow either way. It would save some time, all right, but how exactly do you plan to stop them from fighting us? I hadn't quite got that far, really. Swell. Let's try the direct approach. Come on. What are you doing? Something stupid. Come on. If we have to walk right in the front door, can you at least stick to the shadows? Not tonight. Hey! What the... It's them! Does anyone else believe that they will get a shot away before I can stop them? You all know how this goes. You open fire, and suddenly I am not where I appeared to be. There is some eerie laughter, and you all wake up in a prison hospital. But perhaps tonight can be different. Why so generous, masked man? Don't wave your little pistol around, son. 
Even if you were good enough to stop me, you'd only make her mad. Look up. Ah, oh, jeez. Her too? It's Christmas in October, boys. We don't want you. We don't have time for you. So we have a little proposition. You sit over there nice and quiet. When Nightshade's boys get here, you take the money and the guns, and you get out of here before I change my mind. The money and the guns? Your boss will like that, won't he? Ah, double cross like this is bad for business. No. Losing the money and the guns is bad for business. And that is your only other option. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, Red Panda. Maybe these Tommy guns are all the option that we need. Red Panda, get down! Let him have it, boys! You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Well, that's just great. Are you all right? Of course I'm all right. I was the one in the shadows. I was the one moving and evading, throwing the knockout gas. You were standing there like a maniac, punching someone who was shooting you. How bad is it? Superficial. I'll pay a call to Dr. Anna in the morning. You may as well go now. It's not like we're going to get another shot at Nightshade tonight. Her men must have heard that racket and be halfway to Thunder Bay by now. It wasn't that bad a plan. Sparky, catastrophic failure is at the top of the checklist for bad plans. It should have given us a better shot at Nightshade. And instead, we got a fat lot of nothing. A truckload of guns and ten sleeping gangsters for O'Malley's boys. Seven. At least three were caught in their own crossfire. Yeah. There's nothing we can do for them. Maybe I should have come by myself. What does that mean? It means that revenge is not what we do, John. Everyone I've ever known who put on a mask for revenge died fast, hard, and brutal. They take stupid risks. They rush in guns blazing. They try to do the impossible to win the game. Even if you find Nightshade, John, what then? Even if you kill her, will that make it better? Or will you have to swim over to Germany, put your fist through von Schlitz's head? Would that be such a bad thing? You want it so bad you can taste it, and I appreciate that, but this is not helping. It took me a month to come up with a lead that could get us started, and now we've got nothing because you wanted to end it all tonight. I still see it, Squirrel. See what? The bomb. The explosion that killed my wife. Tore her apart in my arms. Brought our house down on top of us, every detail... Every nuance, every sensory input and emotion, all perfectly preserved by my electronic brain. Your neural networks decay over time. Detail is lost. In time, you forget. I do not. I never will. That is why I never dispute the point when you swear that your red panda is alive. Every day that goes by, that you do not feel what I feel is a gift. Hope is more powerful than despair. It wasn't your fault. I was wrong to blame you. I should have stopped you, but... You're wearing his face. I, I just forgot. I'm not used to being the boss. They must have known they couldn't win. Why did they fight? Because they weren't scared of you. You walked in the door and made them a reasonable offer. You stood in the light and, and traded logic with them. Scaring the levin bejeebers out of a room full of gunzels ain't such a bad superpower, you know. I'm gonna radio O'Malley. They could have had the guns and the money. They should have taken the chance. Wait. Say that again. Which part? Never mind, just wait. 
It's just crazy enough to work. What is? Help me. We gotta get all the sleepers behind those crates. Come on. What are we doing? Leave the corpses and try not to mess up the shells on the floor. Hurry. Squirrel. Nightshade's people are desperate for these guns, but they don't have much cash to work with. Maybe they heard those shots. Maybe they didn't. If they don't see anything, maybe they check it out anyway. And if they find three dead gangsters and a pile of shells... They think it's a gangland hit. But oh look, the truck full of guns is still here. Could be trouble. But if they can have the money and the guns, they'll take the chance. Maybe. Just maybe. Come on, Sparky. It's time for our second stupid plan of the night. Take it easy, boys. I think... Oh, it's them. Stand down. What is this? This is Christmas Day. That's what this is. Where did you get this truck? We had to leave ours behind. It's uh, safe on a side street. We can pick it up in a few days if it stays clear. I'm not worried about the bloody truck just now, Thomas. I am a little more concerned about the one that's parked here right now, where it came from, and just what in blazes you two think that you're doing. Things got a little hairy. We we had to improvise. Tell me that you got the guns. We got them all right. (laughs) Just not exactly as planned. You boys didn't do anything particularly stupid, did you? Like start a gang war without permission? Uh, Does that matter? Uh, We're going to have to deal with the gangs eventually. They won't like the crime spree we're going to go on. I had rather intended to take over the gangs, dear heart, not go to war with them. I would just as soon not repeat the many mistakes of my predecessor. Uh, Yeah, well, I don't know how much there's going to be to take over. You boys have calculated this little tale to leave me in suspense, haven't you? I am rapidly running out of patience. Go on, Tommy. Show her. Show me what? How about this? That looks quite a lot like the money I gave you to pay for the weapons. Doesn't it just, though? We heard a ruckus when we were getting near the drop, so we waited. We knew we needed the guns, but if we lost the cash, we were done. Finally, we crept up on the place, real quiet-like. Hey, who's telling this story? One of you just tell me, and tell me now. Somebody iced the delivery crew. Three guys, all all dead in the ground. Shells everywhere. A mob hit. But then we see the truck. The truck with the guns, just sitting there. So we jumped in and made tracks. Why would they leave the truck? Who knows? Who cares? We finally caught a break. I don't like it. Hey, what's not to like? We've been behind the eight balls since the Nazis brought us in. You put together a right enough team, Nightshade. This is the best bunch of mercenaries in the business, and the plan to take out the super clowns was pure gold. Only it didn't quite work out that way, did it? We lost the bankroll, and we've been hiding under a rock ever since. This gets us back in the game. All right. I'll sound out the situation with the gangs. I'd rather they didn't think it was you boys that killed their crew. But if they want to make trouble, I'd say we're prepared to give it to them. And if we loot the city blind in the process, I don't think Berlin would be too disappointed with that either, would they? Let's get the truck unloaded. Chop, chop, boys. Is the order complete, Thomas? Well, we didn't exactly have time to check. I mean, the law... How closely did you examine our prize? Well, we could see it was full of guns and explosives anyway. We didn't do an inventory. Yes, I wonder if any of you gentlemen have ever read the Odyssey. 
Too little, too late, Nightshade. You had stowaways, and they had detonators. No, no, not you. Get them. Stop them. Get down. Where is she? She's getting away. Headed for that high catwalk. There must be a way off the roof. Not now. Not when we're this close. Get after her. I can handle what's left here. Go! Nightshade! Oh, you're good, masked man. Almost as good as they say you are. However, did my assassins miss you? They didn't miss me. They killed me. I just haven't fallen down yet. Let's see if we can't fix that, shall we? What? Impossible. You can't. You can't be. <laughs> what are you? I am the spirit of justice. I am the right hand of freedom. I am the man that would not die. I am the Red Panda. What are you going to do? Look down there, Nightshade. Look! Your campaign against my country is shattered. The Nazis will kill you for your failure, won't they? Perhaps. But you won't, hero. You'll save me, won't you? I know that I've been bad. But I could be so very good, too, if only someone were to oh, reform me. That usually works for you, doesn't it? Take me to your superiors, Red Panda. I'm no Nazi. I'm just a girl on the job. I know things. I can help you, you'll see. We might even end up working together. Not this time. You protest too much. There isn't a man alive who can resist me. Yes. But I told you, I'm already dead. Wait. What are you doing? Goodbye, Nightshade. No! Lesson one. Scary is good. How long have you been standing there? Long enough to see you clip the grapple rope to her belt. She's not used to being afraid. I think you made quite an impression. She's passed out down there. And the rest of her crew? Trust up like Christmas geese. Come on, Red Panda. Let's call in the troops. Oh, for heaven's sake, try and sit still. I assure you, Doctor, I am trying. My patience. That is what you're trying. There. I think that's the last of them. How's he doing, Doc? All things considered, well enough. But I would like to disabuse him of something, and you're my witness. Go ahead. You are not bulletproof. You're bullet-resistant, if you like. I like it fine. You're an engineering marvel, but the full function of some of your systems is guesswork to me at best. I just pulled twenty-three slugs out of you. There's damage to eleven different systems. I think I can repair everything in a day or two. But if I could recommend a different strategy than getting shot repeatedly, it would probably help you live longer. Yeah, we've had this discussion once or twice. Listen to her, would ya? Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Was that a joke, or is your speech? It was a joke. And a hilarious one. Wait here. I need to get some equipment. So, so think it'll get easier for you now with Nightshade out of the picture? Are we so certain that she is out of the picture? I've been wondering if I shouldn't have let her fall. 
I'll let you in on a little secret. The boss tried to get rid of somebody once upon a time. He did. Why? Oh, he was young and in love and really, really ticked off. My point is, it seemed like a real good idea at the time. Seemed like playing by the rules was for chumps and likely to end in tragedy. But I happen to know that it's the one thing he really regrets. Who was it? Oh, von Schlitz. So that went well. It really didn't, yeah. Would you have stopped me? If I hadn't used the rope? Does it matter? Maybe not. But I can't stop thinking about what Nightshade said. She has clearly talked her way out of far worse predicaments. I'm not sure that she did a lot of talking on those occasions. And I don't think that she's going to find a very receptive audience tonight. Call it a hunch. Oh my. You are a big one, aren't you? What? Corporal, why don't you go and get a cup of coffee? Major? Now, Corporal. Yes, ma'am. So, they sent a woman to interrogate me? Not exactly. No one sent me. I have yet to advise anyone that you have been taken. I have yet to decide if it is worth my while. The Red Panda reports that you claim to have information. We can start with that, if you like. You don't waste any time, do you? No, I don't. You have beautiful eyes. That isn't going to work for you today. Ah, well, start with what you know, don't you think? Yes, actually, I do. (gasps) Now... Let's get started, shall we? And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 74, The Trojan Horse, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Chris Cuthill, Greg Taylor, Hero Van Harten, Peter Nickel, Julie Tripp, Stephen Burley, Andrea Lyons, Christopher Mott, and Clarissa Dunetterlanden. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunch... I can introduce myself, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchfine. That's it? That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell, that's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? (laughs) Well, you gotta know what to say. All right. And introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney Attorney at at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No.
We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at, at law. law. Oh, boy. At 555 No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I want to keep feeling fine corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, Corona. Bye, Corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo. Fly Corona! Fly Corona! Captain Fly Corona! Pumpkin Pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Fly Corona! Goodbye Corona! Good riddance!